All right, so talking about this new reality that we're living in, and it's the reality, like it or not, it's where we are. We're going to have to prove that we're vaccinated to do all kinds of things. Um, or you've had a negative test, of course. You don't have to be vaccinated. You can get the negative test result as well. But um, that's that, that's the way it is. Uh, you know, you're talking about travel. You're talking about entertainment venues, all kinds of different things. Some employers will require it, uh, and there will be legal challenges around some of that stuff, and we'll see how they shake out. But let's just accept the fact that that's where we are. If you want to go to an Eskimo game or a... Stampeder game. No, Stampeders are still good, I think. It's uh, Flames, uh, Oilers, Jets, you know, all the hockey teams. If you want to have a seat, you're going to have to be vaccinated. So that's where we are. So why don't we have a system that makes this easy? We're going to chat now with Dr. Timothy Caulfield, who is a University of Alberta professor in health law and policy and a Canada Research Chair in health law and policy. Doc, thanks for joining us this morning. Always a pleasure to chat with you. Thanks for having me on. So, I mean, first of all, let's just break this down. I mean, because... You know, sitting in this chair, I get a lot of people yelling and screaming about this is ridiculous. You know, it's 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 like it's like Nazi Germany. It's a communist dictatorship, blah, 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 blah. We need to set the parameters here. The fact is the vast majority of Canadians are fully on board with this, right? Vast majority. Yeah, that's right. If you, if you believe the surveys, and there have been several... Uh uh, in some jurisdictions, it's over 80% of people support this. Nationally, it's over over uh, 75%, 76%. So there's strong support for it, and there's only a small sector that are, you know, no surprise, you know, strongly against it. Yeah. And I say no surprise, it's, it's the same cohort that are strongly anti-vax, I, I suspect. So, yes, there is strong support for this. And as you pointed out in your intro... This is happening. Yes, it's you, know, you can say, yeah, I, don't want, I don't want this, I don't like it, but it's happening. So, you know, my position is, let's do it right. Let's do it well. Let's make this easy, not just for Albertans, but for the private sector. Yeah, I agree 100%. Like, we, we, you can be upset about it all you want to be. Uh, it doesn't change the fact that it's there, and you're going to have to live in that system if you want to do certain things. So when we take a look at what other provinces are doing, um, BC announcing they're just going to come up with a card. You know, you can have a digital one, or you can have a hard copy, whatever the case may be. Same thing in Manitoba, Ontario, Quebec, right across the province or a country. That seems to be a pretty smooth system, Right. It it does. It does seem, and, and I think that, you know, the language of passport and all the talk about privacy and um, bureaucracy, I, I think it makes it sound more ominous than it really is. We're just talking about a system that allows you to efficiently tell people what your vaccination status is. So, you know, a card uh, or something electronic, makes it makes total sense. I've got two kids that live in the United States. One goes to school, one works there, and they have that, you know, that CDC card we've seen yeah, so much yeah. online. Hey, they pull it, carry it in their wallet, and they pull it out when they need to. And, and that kind of system makes, you know, a whole bunch, a whole bunch of sense. And, then you, and, and from a privacy perspective, we have to remember, you're still controlling that information. You know, you can choose to pull it out or not pull it out. And so I think the privacy issues are off also often overblown. Well, and the other privacy issue, it's not, I mean, this is just a card. You could have a card that just says this person is fully vaccinated. That's it. There's no health information being disclosed whatsoever. Uh, th- that's right. And, and I think it's often, e- even we, we saw the Privacy Commissioner of Canada talking about the potential for privacy issues. I, it was almost like they, you were going to give these individuals access to your health records. Exactly. Yeah, here's the like chart that. from the doc. Yeah, it, that, that's not what's happening at all, right? And that's not what we've seen in other jurisdictions. The other thing I think is really important to, to note, Che, is that 
is that in jurisdictions where this has been rolled out, so France and Quebec, we have seen an uptake in vaccination. Yeah. And I think that, you know, those are the complacent community, those who are slightly hesitant. They go, okay, well, maybe I'll, you know, get around to getting this done. Believe it or not, there's still people out there who follow in that demo, demographic. So, um, you know, there's that benefit. And the other thing I think is really important to recognize is, yes, vaccines do slow the spread. You know, the Delta yeah. has, you know cause some questions uh, around how the degree to which that's the case but but evidence tells us it does stop the spread not only does it protect to protect you and reduce hospitalization and severe disease it does help slow the spread and, and of course that's the reason that a lot of these facilities are, are adopting this policy and we take a look at what we do have in effect in our province right now and you know what i think it's going to get better i think we're looking at it right now and saying oh boy it, it just doesn't work that well and it doesn't it can be clunky if you've tried to use the my health records it's not smooth and streamlined um I think we'll get there at some point. It'll, it'll, some of those bugs will get worked out. But it's still not as simple as the other provinces that just have a card or a digital card, or even the one that the feds say they're coming with, up with at some point, where you know, you, you'll just have this record on your phone kind of a thing. Just making it that much more simple, I think, would reduce a lot of the resistance that people have to it, right? I, I think so. You know, I, I, I took a screenshot of my Alberta. I don't know how, you, how you've done that. Dude, you know, looks, it looks ridiculous. And, then, and think about the guy, you know, who's, you know, getting paid minimum wage, maybe working at a door someplace, and he has to check this stuff. You know, let's make it easier for that person, too, right? You know, I, I think it just makes sense across the board. And you're right, you know, there's going to be legal challenges. Yeah, oh yeah. People are going to, you know, that's going to happen, and, and it'll be interesting how it plays out. But... But uh, I, I personally don't think there are sound legal pr- principles that create hurdles here, uh, especially if you consider appropriate accommodation and deal with equity and access issues. Um, I, I, this is happening. Oh, yeah, absolutely, it's happening. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, like, in terms of the negative test result, at this point, uh, Doc, you, you can still get free testing, I think, right? But will that apply to this? Do you know, has that discussion happened in terms of if you don't want to get vaccinated, but you'll provide a negative test result? Is that going to come to the cost of, of that person on their own? That's my sense. You know, yeah. I think this is uh, the you know operationally what we have to figure out. I don't know if you've had to get. I was I've been on one trip and I had to get. You know, it was a work trip, and I had to get tested. It's not cheap. It's not cheap if no, you pay for not. it. You know yourself, right? So that's going to be a big incentive for people to get to get vaccinated. And of course, that's what you know other jurisdictions like France. You know, that's what they were hoping, and and it and it panned out. Um, and the federal government, where do they fit into this? I know they've really taken a hands-off approach and they don't want to bigfoot the provinces, but at some point, having a federal vaccination certificate makes a lot of sense. It does. You know, you don't want this. To, you want it to be uniform uh, across yeah. the uh, across the country, and also for traveling, right? You know, so we don't have the. You know, if, if you're going across the border, we have all these different forms of vaccination uh, cert, uh, cards. So you know, let's let's make it uniform. But uh, but I do think you know the the first logical step is is for the provincial government. It really kind of falls under their jurisdiction largely too, right? To to, to step up and and make this happen. Yeah, exactly. And we'll see if they do. Um, interesting discussion. Thanks, Doc. I appreciate your time. Thanks very very much. Dr. Timothy Caulfield, who is a University of Alberta professor in health law and policy.